No, no, no. Come on. It's time. We said what? we would start back today. We can't uh, miss it. What? Who? I, yeah, I know. I know. I mean, I am so tired. Who are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm not that tired. It's, it's me. Oh. Wake up. Hey, oh. we're back. Why? Wow. Uh, what day is it? I, I is don't, it Tuesday? Yet? I don't know, and I honestly don't care. It, it's no, I, I'm, so I, I don't know about you, but I cannot wait for WWDC. What do you think's coming? <laughs> Jet lag. Who knew? <laughs> it's an actual thing. I tell you, I have. Uh, I've not been this tired. I, I remember being a teenager. I could sleep for like you know three days in a row, and that, I'm back to that. That's now my life. That is that is me. I, I came into the house yesterday morning, Monday morning at about ten past nine in the morning. Mm-hmm. I get in, I greet uh, my wife, I greet the dogs, we, you know, have a hello, how are you? I said, I'm tired. And I came upstairs <laughs> and I woke up today. And that was it, really. That was it. So, um, it's crazy. Yeah. I can't sit down. And th- th- there's no medical reason for that. It's just simply if I do sit down, I'm falling asleep and there's 12 hours gone. It's crazy. Yeah. Although you do that anyway. To be fair, I am an older gentleman, so that is uh, a danger. Of my age. How did that? How did that not be able to sit down? Think cope on a seven-hour flight. Was that, was that a challenge? Oh, for you? I tell you what. Okay, so I've got, I've got, I've nearly said clowns to the left of me, and uh, well, I don't know, but I had someone to the left of me, someone to the right of me. I'm in the middle. Never, ever get in the middle because they're both asleep, right? So I'm feeling all above me for the call button, desperately trying to find that button. Never found it. <laughs> Never. So for those seven hours where everyone's asleep, I couldn't get up. I couldn't get a drink. It was an absolute night. Basically, I was tortured for seven hours. It sounds like it. It sounds like all those people who were tortured over history yes. know nothing. <laughs> they know nothing. Exactly they right. They know nothing of pain. Oh, I was crossing my legs. Oh, it was terrible. Oh. Just get up. That's what I do. Just or, or just make sure you sit in the aisle seat. Don't ever sit on the inside. No, exactly. exactly. In Scotland, was, we call oh. you footerers. I beg your pardon? We call you footerers. How People dare you? footer about. Yeah. And, um, oh, it's true. Yeah. Yes, I am very restless. No, absolutely. I do fidget yeah. around a bit. Did you have a nice time in Regina? Oh, of course. If there's one place I love to be, it is now Regina. It's a, a, a lovely... <laughs> Stop it. It's Beautiful. a lovely, lovely... It was cool, though, wasn't it? We had a great time, honestly. I mean, I'll remember it one day when I'm not living inside a fog. <laughs> I feel like a train is thundering through my head constantly at the moment. But yeah, no, I mean, honestly, it was a great trip. We had a great time. Uh, we met some amazing people and um, they liked us. I knew. Which was even more surprising to me. Who knew? They knew who we were. I mean, yes. that, that was that the was, shocker that number was quite one. surprising. And they didn't want to hit us immediately. It was fantastic. You, you, you listen to this thing? You actually pay attention I to know. what we do? Oh, it was cool, right? As you said. So great people. And I really. I just loved the experience. I have never gone on a long haul flight like that. I mean, we had three flights. You know what? It was a laugh, Stephen. If nothing oh, else, certainly a laugh. I think on one occasion I coughed up a lung with laughter, <laughs> yes, um, especially on stage when uh, we yeah. were when, when the sound man decided it would be totally appropriate with guide dogs in the room to you know make the worst and most annoying noises. Oh, the you know, loudest the feedback system. loop I've ever heard. Yeah. Oh, it was awful. Like, whoa, what I think on earth? That's the first time I've screamed in years. <laughs> and no one noticed because they were all screaming too. Oh, um, yeah, gorgeous. a bunch of screaming blind people in a hotel <laughs> in Regina. It was a day out to remember, that's for sure. You'll I talk about it. it with your kids and your grandkids forever. <laughs> 
But no, it was a great trip. Uh, you came back early. Yes. Oh, you, you, well, I see you came back early. <laughs> I was you came, you came back early. on time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be misbehaved, so you were sent home. Uh, but no, you came back on 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 time. Essentially, you, we did the the filming for Double Tap TV, and you and my lovely assistant Jane, yes. you both came back. And um, so, when did you get back? What Friday or Thursday or something? It was uh, so we set off Wednesday morning Canada time, and then uh, touched down in Glasgow Thursday morning. And then you still had to get to Manchester. And then, yeah, I had to get to the station. It, it was fine. I had a Burger King. I was revitalized. Plus, <clears throat> I, I know I shouldn't say this, but uh, first class. I was in first class. Oh, so first class all the way back. All the way back. So I had Very all nice. the apple juice and uh, toasties I could I could want. <laughs> it was beautiful. You often think sometimes, I often think we're first class, especially in this country. I don't know what it's like in other places, but you're here, I think, first class. You, you always just expect more. Yes. I oh, think you're thinking, oh, yes. hang on, I've not had 15 cups of coffee, and why are none of them lattes? <laughs> Bring more back. Bring me a roast hog immediately. It's. Uh... I learned with Virgin, Virgin Trains is now of anti-West Coast yes. in the UK, and uh, we had, um, well, I should say Virgin Trains in on that route was replaced by anti-West Coast. And um, the first class, the deal was, when I used to travel down to London all the time, um, I was never in first class, I was sitting in cattle class, and... Mm-hmm. Um, I would go up to the little shop, and they would sell rolls. They'd sell roll and bacon, or a roll, or maybe a, a, I don't know, maybe like a, a baguette or something. And burgers, yeah. Well, I, I didn't have burgers, no. But uh-huh. in the morning, it was just it was just the morning oh, breakfast, right. right? So you would get your bacon roll, and I remember them saying, someone saying, um, "Hey, so would you uh, would you want a sausage, our own sausage, essentially?" And I pricked up at this because I said, hang on, you've got sausage as well. I'd rather have sausage. And they said, no, 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 that's only for first class. <gasps> of course, sausages are only for first class people. Yes, it's like, a well-known Are you fact. kidding me? No, no. Sausages are for first class people and bacon is for <laughs> whatever st- else is left. You with your bacon, mate. You're not worthy of a sausage. That was so ridiculous. I hope they've rectified that because that is such a ridiculous state of affairs to be in. Uh, I, I can't believe it, but I was saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. my assistant was taking me onto the train. He said, what coach mm. are you on? I said, I, I think I'm on first. It's almost like I'm embarrassed. I think I'm yeah. on first class. I said, okay, let me take you. He said, well, this is, uh, this is premium, but uh, you know, it's the same as first class. And I was sort of thinking, is it though? What's premium? <clears throat> it doesn't sound like first class. Suddenly I was the uh, king of first class. And no, actually, <laughs> put me on first class. I demand better. I demand better than this. Better than the hoi polloi below me. Oh, it was it was awful. But um, I soon got over it when I got my free toasty and apple juice, as I said. So it was cool. And you get back and you get shouted at by your partner and, you know, yeah, exactly right. Out and things get back to normal very quickly, right? Yeah. Where have you been? Get the kettle on. Uh, hello, yeah. love. I've been away I've been for a week. To, I've been trying to. I've been wanting a cup of tea for about the past part of a week. <laughs> no one's here to make it for me. Get on with it. Gorgeous. Yeah. Anyway, that was our trip. Oh, it's like it's like the holiday show here, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I only got back yesterday. You so did. You stayed on. I did because I stayed on. I went to Montreal for a couple of days to spend Ooh. some time with Mark. God bless him. So we had some nice time there. So you can, you know, look. Bottom line is, Double Tap Canada is a place to go for our thoughts on Dub Dub DC this week because I haven't really formed many thoughts for Blind Guy today. It's too early for me, but I will say we did pick up on a few things. I didn't watch the event as I went out. I watched it later because I was sleeping all the way through it. I missed the first quarter of an hour or so, yes. I just, I've never missed one of these things. I know, me either. I almost feel like I wanted to apologise to Tim Cook. Right now, I apologise to Tim Cook personally. We are so sorry, Craig. I really wanted to be there. 
Um, but no, it, it's um, it was an interesting event. It certainly, I think, it, you know, there was there's always that truth of with WWDC that it's either going to be a terrible event, as in just you know boring software updates, or you know it's amazing and it blows people away. And I think it, it was the blow away one. I think because there was a lot, even in the software, there was a lot of updates that just really did you know, make me sit up and listen, thinking, wow, that's possible now. And it's amazing. You know, really have developed it. Yeah, yeah. And and look, it, I mean, WWDC, Worldwide Developers Conference. So it is all about the software, but they had everything in this one. It was the tour de force of keynotes. I thought it was fantastic. And I hate yeah. Macs. We all know that. But after it, I want a Mac. I want I, I, I know exactly. That's, I think there's a lot of people who are sitting at home I don't home know going, how they do it. Mm, I don't know if I want them. Oh, hang on. What? <laughs> It was an event. If you wanted to buy a Mac, if you were on the fence, you probably would be getting there now. Because, you know, it's funny, right? I've obviously built myself into this ecosystem, and I'm so happy here. I'm so happy in this little ecosystem. Come on in. It's lovely. It's like I keep thinking of friends of mine who sit with laptops, PC laptops, and, you know, they have to plug in a webcam and they have to do things. And it's just like a mound of wires and cables and, you know, weird connectors for for the laptops. It's fine. I'm sitting here with this, this Surface Pro, right? This Microsoft sent me this Surface Pro, the 8. And it's a gorgeous machine. It's a beautiful device. But again, you think, but all the things you'd want to do with it, that, you know, all this, I mean, you can go back to all the original stuff, you know, last year's, just, this is last year, classic uh, iOS or <laughs> Mac OS, you know, universal copy and paste. That alone to me is yes. just an amazing feature. And yeah, you can do it with Android, but you've got to have an app and you've got to have a thing and you've got to, you know, and it's just like, I can't be bothered. It's too much. It, everything just works. It, and, and, you know, we always make that joke, it just works, but it actually does. Until it doesn't, in which case it Until drives it you crazy. But yeah, no, yeah. I, I will give you that. Um, so what was it? What stood out for you? I mean, there's too much to unpack, wow. right? We will need to come back. I, I do want to watch it again and co- we'll come back to it, but... Well, I've got a 14-inch MacBook Pro for sale if anyone's interested because I want one of those MacBook Airs. That was gorgeous. Well, yeah, so I mean, I do not do not need any more Macs in my no, life, but that's, that does not mean that that one in Midnight is not of interest to me. I was laughing so many times during it, thinking there must be so many people going, oh, no, Apple's just killed everything that I've just bought. I mean, because the M2 chip. I, yes. You, you said it. You, I give you, I did. you, you said it. I said, no, they won't release the M2 chips this, this early after the M1 and the M1 Ultra. And there it was, the M2 chip. I mean, 18% faster, admittedly. So not a huge jump, as I was expecting. But still, it's faster. uh, The the, uh, GPU is faster. Um, And the first thing they're bringing out in was the MacBook Air, a new design. I mean, that was Which is deliberate. Yes, That's deliberate because, you know, the M2 is going to be your entry level. And then it's going to be the pros will get the the, the Pro Max and the Pro Ultra. Ultras, it is. Yeah, they'll get the extra uh, oomph, as I like to say. Oomph. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> More oomph in those machines. <laughs> uh, but I I do think that this is quite uh, the reason I was so almost certain it was going to come out was because they are so keen to move every all these new devices onto this new platform, and it is a transition period. So. M1 was really a beta test, if we think about it. I mean, yeah. I know it, it was an expensive beta test for me, um, but <laughs> well, it was, it was a beta test. people that this is going to exactly. work, right? Yeah. You know, and they had to put, you've got to put it out in the field eventually. And they had to do this last year. They had to get products out. Yes, it started with the Mac Mini, but they had to get MacBook out, so they did. The MacBook Pro lineup had to change, so they just had to start this process going 
And I think anybody who's joined this bandwagon knows it's going to be an expensive couple of years because it will settle. Yeah, yeah. it will settle down. We'll go back to, I mean, whether we'll get a new M every year, I don't know. I, I think that I, might be a bit extreme. I think we will, you know. You do? I mean, I think that's a bit extreme, no? I do I, think it's a bit extreme, but I also think it's a bit extreme on the iPhone. But I still think that... Yeah, true. Uh, true. Maybe. We, we, don't feel, we don't feel that way with the, the iPhone, do we? No. I don't know why. Because we expect, I think it's because we expect a brand new iPhone every year. Whereas a MacBook Pro lineup that could sit for three, four years. Yeah, maybe not the maybe not the pros. Yeah, I don't even know. the Airs they didn't come up that often. I mean, it was every two years maybe for the year. Yeah, if even that. But before they were waiting on Intel, right now they've yeah, got total right. control over the, mm. the silicon. So that's a good point. Yeah. So yeah, the hardware was there as well with the new MacBook Air, beautiful design, thirteen point six inch screen. I want it. Gorgeous new colours. I want it. Still only two USB-Cs, yeah. but at the same time, you do now get MagSafe. MagSafe. So you got two free USB-C ports, and it's got an audio uh, jack on it, which is always nice. And uh, there's two USB-C ports on the power brick itself for charging. Yeah. So, well, I assume it's just for charging. I don't... Mm. Well, I don't think... The way they talked about it, I felt that sounded like it was optional. Yeah, maybe. I thought maybe you buy that specific one. You don't maybe get that in the box, but yeah. maybe you get a... Like you can, oh, well, if you'd like to spend more money, okay, <laughs> yeah, um, take it. which is usually how it works with me. Um, but yeah, so I, um, I was quite intrigued to see what they would do with the other devices, right? Because I had heard a lot of rumors about the iPad. I'm not a huge fan of the iPad because I just I don't find that the the experience with voiceover has been particularly great for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's too much real estate. It's too much going on. Yeah, if I think if you were if you were not a MacBook Air fan and you didn't. If you just needed something to do more with, I, even as I say this, I don't know if that would, would make sense. Like if you were, I, I, I keep thinking, what would you compare as a voiceover user? If you were to compare an, an iPad, whatever version, Air or Pro or whatever, if you compared that to having an iPhone with a keyboard, if you're blind, I think the experience would be much better with an iPhone and a Bluetooth keyboard. If you're, if you're fully sighted, even low vision, then I can totally understand why the larger screen would be of interest to you. But I just don't see a reason yeah, for it. I really want to honest. argue against that, but I can't. I think you're not absolutely if you're right. Not if, you're, not if you're totally blind. And not if you, you're at the, the level of us where it's like using a screen like that is just a bit too difficult. Yeah. Um, then I think, nah, maybe not. Not for us. But but anyway, either way, they are certainly creating features in the iPad that is making it way more Mac-like. I did see someone saying that they've finally got Windows on the iPad, which is not Windows Microsoft. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Just windows that now essentially can shrink away to the side. It's called Stage Manager. Um, so you can have all your windows up. Um, you can have a, a focused window, if you like, uh, of an application in front of you. And all your other applications are kind of sitting off to the side. And you can just bring them back and forward as you choose. Um, and the same's on the Mac as well. They're bringing that to the Mac as well. So you can see how we're starting to, you know, I, I feel I say this every year, but I'm always feeling like we're getting closer and closer to the day when the the devices almost merge and we get the Mac pad that I've been talking yeah, about please. for long enough. Yeah, we're not going to call it that though. But if it's I, called that, I want I want money. Yes, if it's called that, I'll give you money because I never... want a free Mac pad. <laughs> please stop. Um, yeah. So the, the the new Mac OS, what's it called? Ventura, Ace Ventura. It's not called Ace yes, Ventura, but it's called like Ventura. That, and um, that that stage manager is basically part of that. Um, a way to it's almost like a, a supersized um, alt tab, right? You can manage your windows and groups yeah. of windows. It's it's really cool, um, and that's what they've brought to the iPad. Which uh, you're absolutely right. It, it's just 
tiny, tiny, not even baby steps, tiny little steps towards the desktop experience. You know, when they brought in the M1 on the iPad, we were thinking, what? What are they doing? Are we going to get Mac OS? Well, no, but we are moving that way and, and uh, you know, give it five years and maybe we'll have something closer. Or maybe at one point, they'll just take the giant leap and just, you know what, it, it's, it's all merged into one. So the iPad gets a few updates and there are a lot more. And, you know, we'll get into all this in way more detail at the weekend when we get together on, on Saturday for the the Saturday edition, um, as it as it will be. I've just decided it's called. There you go. Is that That's it? how the okay. show works. Well yeah, done. I've just renamed it here, right here. It's, it's a dictatorship um, and we love it. Isn't it great? Thank it's you. just a lot easier. That, I find it a lot you, easier sir. that way. <laughs> yeah, it's so much easier. It saves any sort of, you know, conversation. Yeah. Um, well done. <laughs> it's just called that. Move on. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, we'll get into it in much more detail there and we'll get the other guys' takes on it as well because I'm sure Robin and, and Tim and Sally will all have something to say on this. Of course they will. Um, not so much on the iPad, though. I think iOS is the, the, the one where we're all really oh, most interested. Yes. Oh, so much stuff in here. Now, we will say that we did an episode on iOS and its new uh, and upcoming accessibility features. There are a lot of them already announced, so we knew about all of that. But iOS is getting quite a... Quite an upgrade as well. I mean, visually, certainly. I mean, even from the lock screen, the ability to add things. And even though it is visual, it is going to be all accessible. I mean, we, I, I haven't tested it yet, but I just know it will be. Yes, that's the because, joy of Apple. But, yeah, exactly. You, you can kind of just know. It's not like, oh, I hope it's accessible to me. Although there are a few things along the way, I think, how's that going to work? And how's that going to work? But yes. y- I know there'll be a way of working it. Um, but certainly from the lock screen, just right from there, the ability to personalize it, customize the look of it. I think a lot of people have been crying out for this because a lot of people say, you know, the thing about the iPhone is it always looks the same. It always looks the same. And, and science it has looked the same. The, the ringtones exactly. on everyone. No one changes the ringtone anymore. No. You know you know when you walk down a, a corridor <laughs> which device someone has. I noticed it in the airport. I thought, oof, an Android person sitting next to you. Oof, um, First class, and please. Then... <laughs> First class. This man doesn't deserve iPhones. sausages. No. <laughs> There's a title for an episode of Ever So On. But, uh, yeah, so you, you've got the, the beautiful uh, lock screen, which you can obviously have lots of nice things on. You can have different pictures, move the pictures and around. You can have widgets, right? So you could have your Lady A button on your lock screen because yeah. I, I use that all the time. And, uh, I, you know, you've got to unlock your, your, with Face ID, unlock your phone, swipe up, go to the widget on my desk, on my home screen, and start it. But this way... If you could get a widget on your lock screen, that sounds great. Yeah, I mean, and tons of other stuff. What else did you notice? Because I'll be honest, there was so much stuff. I was like, "What?" Oh no, no. I'm right. going to go back and watch this event again. Yeah, exactly. I came in a little bit uh, late, as I said. So there was something about the focus mode and the home screens associated with. So if you got a focus mode for work and home, it seems like you well, could yes, customize right. so you can... the home screen on that. Not a massive deal. And I'll be honest with you, I'm struggling with focus mode. Still, uh, most of the yeah, time when I get a phone call, it doesn't ring. And I have no idea why. But um, that, that was quite cool. Um, but I think, um, you know, the thing that we've all been talking about in our community is, of course, eloquence. Yeah, well, I mean, this is it, right? So we did talk. I had a chance to talk to the lovely people at Apple when they were announcing these accessibility features. And one of the questions I put to them was, you know, in sort of one of the lines that made reference to new voices for voiceover and what the answer i was given at the time was voices that would be able to get up to a much higher speech rate and jokingly i think we said on this podcast eloquence of course and everyone laughed like yeah Yeah. right eloquence will never get on an iphone or or a mac and it's everywhere 
Eloquence is on everything. <sighs> and not only eloquence, but for some reason, some vintage um, Mac voices and some bubbles. novelty ones. Bubbles. And all. <laughs> well, actually, I, I don't bubbles. know if Bubbles specifically is on there, but there are some vintage voices. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's strange, right? And I think all the vocalizer voices are on there. Uh, at the minute, this is a developer beta that people are using. Uh, mm. So you know, I think a couple of weeks, maybe next week, we get the public beta. So we'll wait and see on that. But um, yeah, Eloquence is definitely there at the moment, which is, you know, people are excited about it. Me, I, I'm not a fan of Eloquence, I, uh, but I know a lot of people are. Well, yeah, and, and it's interesting. I'm seeing a real divide here on Twitter with this already. People saying, you know, I don't want my phone to sound like a 20-year-old robot. Um, but, you know, I can understand how other people might like it. Other people are jumping up and down. I have to say I'm one of them because I love Eloquence as a voice. It's just a productivity voice. It's not a voice I would use all the time. No. But the, the fact that if I've got some serious writing to do or some anything that involves a lot of text, emails is a good example of that, just listening through emails. Eloquence is a great voice because you can really thunder through it. And interestingly, I heard uh, or saw David Woodbridge on Twitter today writing that he has already got it on the Mac through the betas and because obviously they're all downloading the public or the developer betas that are out. Yeah. And um, he said it's as snappy as anything. Snappy as anything. Really? Um, and it's the same on the iPhone. So, I mean, I, 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 I find it really weird when I once got my Android phone to play, you know, to get Eloquence as the voice, and I thought that was weird. This is going to be totally <laughs> it's bizarre. Be so, I don't know what device I'm using right now. It's Eloquence. I know, that's it. You think, hang on, why is he walking around with a Windows 98 computer in his pocket? <laughs> what is, what's wrong with this I, guy? I totally get why people like Eloquence. It is, of course, it's those power screen reader users, right? I get it. But for me, I'm not up at that speech rate at the moment, and I, I prefer the more natural sounding. Um, I, I do sort of think it does sound robotic, but hey, look, it doesn't matter. But basically, we get more choice on the voices that we can use on our device. So it's a win-win either way. Well, that's, of course it is. Of course it is. Um, and there's some really cool stuff going on as well. Um, so I don't, I don't know, this is actually, uh, Rebecca Skipper got in touch with her initial thoughts on the, oh, the cool. conference. She's She's talking about the M2 macbook air she says i had to laugh when the presenter said the speakers in the new m2 air are under the keyboard apple have taken us a, a feature right from the surface laptop line <laughs> that must be i'd never thought about that but yeah that's right because that's what the um the surface laptops have their speakers as well and it sounds good it does i mean it's incredibly good you think it would sound muffled almost but it never does oh yeah well, i don't know how they do it with speakers i don't you know how much room you've got on a laptop is incredible that they get speakers well, in wonder, there at all I wonder if it's if it's maybe a combination of speakers positioning and then also perhaps maybe something to do with the tone. Maybe they change the tone around a bit. Maybe maybe they tune it. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know. I mean, you know, we, there's some laptops out there with terrible speakers, right? So it shows there is extra work gone into it. The MacBook Pro speakers, I, when I was listening to your MacBook Pro, amazing, absolutely oh, yeah. amazing. Cannot beat them. I yeah. Mean, on the airline, on the on the airline, on the air, <laughs> not on the airline, on the air and on the pro. I mean, all of them. The the speakers are amazing. I mean, I've got the iMac here, and um, you know, I, I get rid of my speakers. I just use them. I mean, if I really have got some serious listening to do, if it's editing, I have headphones on anyway, yeah, so course. I don't use them for reference. But yeah, you know, they are more than good enough. And in a way, that's kind of how I like to listen to it because that's how most people are listening to it. Yeah, you know, if you're listening to, to something back, you think, does that sound right? It's always good to listen to it on a, a regular speaker. Um, and these are these are brilliant speakers. Yeah. Um, now, also, Rebecca refers to another feature, 
will the iPhone webcam feature for the Mac serve as a camera for OCR? Now, this is a new feature that they've announced, which I have to say, when I was listening to this bleary-eyed last night and bleary-eared as well, <laughs> um, I was a bit confused by it first because I thought, hang on, what is this? So you can now use your iPhone as a webcam on your Mac. And they're developing these little stands. I think Belkin they're working with on it. Yep. To create these little stands that you can put on your MacBook and it kind of holds the phone in place. And that then turns your iPhone into your webcam. Um, goodbye, Epocam from El Gato. Sorry, you've just been yep. slaughtered, it would appear, in this particular round of game. Um, <laughs> There's another, but- <laughs> another whole section. <laughs> just bang, you're gone, mate. You're out of it. Third-party apps, which were never that good, to be fair. I mean, they were okay. Epocam was actually one of the best. It was, yeah. Um, you could use your uh, you could use your iPhone as a webcam if you wanted to, but I think if I'm right in saying it, it was only the front camera. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think it was only the front I camera. I haven't used it in a long time, but you know, I think it was just a case of oh, this is cool because I can walk away from my computer and and still get sort of a webcam as long as I'm in range. That's but right. It's sort of actually there's not much practical use for it. So, <laughs> but this on the other hand, as soon as I saw them demoing it. I was straight on WhatsApp saying, Stephen, this is this is just for you. It is amazing. Well, two parts to it, right? Because A, you get to use the better camera, which is great. Um, and, you know, it is, I guess this is more for a pro lineup, the second feature, uh, because you would need to have the ultra-wide lens for this to happen. I didn't understand this at all. But they, they showed off a feature called desktop view. And at first I thought they were just going to, you know, on a, on a, say, a live FaceTime call, you'd be able to share your desktop yep. and have you sitting next to it, right? And I thought, that, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, be fine. I thought you'd be in front of it, like the desktop would be the green screen. And yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, weird like that's that, right. Yeah. Well, you know how the, everybody's doing this now? You've got these side-by-side videos going on, and it's maybe you showing off your desktop. Yeah, and that's right. Sort of walking someone through. So like you could almost do like a demonstration or yeah. talk through something like on weatherman. FaceTime. This is my recycle bin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it wasn't. It was the actual desktop in front of you. So where I'm sitting with my keyboard and my mouse, it's sitting there, um, and the camera is showing that, that from an overhead perspective. And I'm thinking, okay. And at first I'm like, okay, that's cool. So you can have two cameras. You could have an iPhone hanging above you. Although how that ever, because I always find that really difficult to set up. Yep. Um, okay, so I have to think about that. And, and now I can use this camera as the front camera, right? No, because it uses the most bizarre thing. It uses the ultra wide camera in the iPhone because it, the way that, that camera picks things up, it picks things up at some really weird angles, and it's able to almost draw a very skewed line around the square or rectangle of your desk and then turn that into a view, which looks like a camera is actually above you. But it's not. It's just the camera in front of you that's taking that image as if it's above you. Mind blown. I have no idea. I don't understand it, but I just know it's amazing. Right. Well, I, I, my thought is it's exactly the same kind of technology or very similar to the kind of features used in, you know, like voice stream scanner, where you hold your phone over an image and it kind of draws an outline. And it doesn't matter that the paper is actually, you know, off to the side or that it's not direct. You're not, you're not actually, if you think about it, your camera's never really over the top of the image. If you're just sort of, say you're, you're just sitting yeah, at your but desk. Yeah, there's, there's so, I mean, it's drawing the, the line around it, the right? The angles we're talking about is... If you've got your iPhone you know, hinged over the top of your display, then trying to get a, 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 a I don't know, I just, I, I can't figure out, but it sounds It's all AI. 
It's all AI mixed with with what it's getting from the image. Of but course it's, it is, but it's, it's almost incredible. like it's you know you're pointing your camera somewhere else and it's getting the the image from behind itself. I don't know. It's incredible, but look, it, it's and live <laughs> and, and live, yeah, and live, yeah, yeah, as well. yeah. It was unbelievable. Cool. And all, uh, but, but, all that yeah. as well, you didn't have to do anything, right? As soon as you put your iPhone on that stand and over the, the, the display, it just did it. All wireless. Yes. No setting up, no switching cameras, nothing. I mean, no. amazing. The continuity features, which is what they were talking about. I mean, this is a amazing use of it. I mean, it did seem a bit... I, mean, I saw someone tweeting this morning, Johnny Ive must be sitting with his head in his hands with this design idea. Um, because you know it just it does look a bit odd, right? Having your iPhone just hung over a, a, a laptop like that. But you know what? This is actually going to become a really useful feature, and a lot of people will use this because you've got the device there. You know, that's it. It's like your iPhone and your Mac are never going to be that far apart, and being able to just have it available and instantly on like that—that that is going to be great for people. But going back to the point about um, OCR, will it be yeah, OCR? Well, I guess the answer to that is yes, of course, yeah. But then again, I, I don't see why not. I don't. Well, I mean, look, if you got the desktop you view as well, that would be cool. Um, well, is that what maybe she's thinking? So maybe it's like you can take an image, you can put a piece of paper down on the desk and scan it. I think, you know what? We're early days with this, clearly. Yeah. It's just a brand new feature. And if that's made available as an API to developers, then I think anything's possible. Absolutely. Yeah. And look, the, the cameras, as I said many, many times before, the cameras are way above what we need for OCR anyway. Um, yeah. So I don't think it would matter if you're using the laptop, uh, you know, built-in camera, webcam, or the iPhone. They're both more than capable of OCR, but it is that desktop view I think would be pretty damn cool. And then there was another feature that's been brought into watchOS, which I thought was quite cool. It does extend to the iPhone as well, and that is the medications feature. Yes. So under health, and this is actually, you know, I love when Apple do this, right? They yep. bring this, this stuff out and you go... God, I would use that. You know, I'm, I'm not personally. I know my family would use. Oh, this. I would. I'm always forgetting. Even if it's short term, I'm on a, a prescription for something. I, yeah, that's I, true. I, I yeah. never remember. Did I tell you that this morning? Oh, I'll just take a. I'll just take four. It'll be fine. Yeah, that'll see yeah, me exactly. through two days. <laughs> Do not take any more than one of these, or you will grow hairy arms and legs. Yes. <laughs> oh, and you have really? hairy arms and legs. Yeah, that's yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Hmm. Um, that I, was I, I don't Carry on. I don't know. I, I don't have any more information to back that up. I just decided to go with it. Uh, but that is a great feature because it now able enables you to add. You, I think you do it initially on the phone. You put all your medications in. You set alarms, and of course, then your iPhone will remind you uh, when it's time to take medications. Um, I mean, it's essentially an extension of reminders, but it's a bit more than that because there was a, another part of this, which was that it enables um, if there's any. What they call drug to drug relations, or something. There was there was some phrase they used to describe it. I, I didn't understand it. There was, yeah. It, if one drug is uh, reacts with another one in a negative yeah. manner, I don't know what the actual term was, but yeah. And even if it's like, do not drink with this, you know, this particular um, tablet. You know, do not drink, do not drink alcohol. Then you know, it'll tell you that. And you know, it's just, it's, I think these things are really quite good. You know, the way they're kind of bringing it together. I, I just wish that the, I I wish the health. Services would pick up a little bit on this. There's a lot of information now from these devices. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I go to my doctor and my doctor says, ah, I don't bother with all that. It's all just, you know, it's all just futuristic stuff. Yeah, and I'm it's, like, not. it's not. It's not. What are you talking about? Yeah. This is, I've, I've, I've got, a, you know, an ECG machine on my wrist all day. I've got, you know, a blood oxygen monitor on my wrist all day. Yes. I've got all these features. And, 
it's not hogwash. I mean, this is real stuff. And this information can be used. You can print out PDF. I, I did laugh when it said you can print out a PDF for the doctor. And I thought, yeah, that's what I'd have to do. Because it's the only way they'd look at it. Yeah, exactly. If it's not on paper, I'm not interested. If I email it to you, you'll just ignore it. Have you have you ever seen your own hospital notes? Like my eye hospital oh, notes. They're held together with bits of sellotape. It's, it's like a telephone uh, directory. It's ridiculous. But, you know, it's it's what they use. Yeah. Well, they said that this, um, Rebecca points out that she says, while it's nice, she says, I would like to see that expanded to include the ability to import medication lists directly from electronic records or clinic hospital apps or, or hospital apps so that the visually impaired could get information in real time. That'd be quite interesting. That'd be well, quite cool. Yeah. Yeah. Look, the Again, US is, all this will come. is way ahead of us here in the UK when it comes to. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, so. We are, well, yeah, that was the other one. Yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm just going through my emails here to never, never listen and read at the same time. Um, so, yeah, there was another feature that I, I wanted to pick up on because Colin Hughes got in touch. You might remember Colin, who was on with us, talking about the challenges he had. He has um, motor problems, motor issues, and he was talking about some of the issues he had. He talked about the microphone oh, of course. that he liked. Yeah, remember yeah, Colin? Yeah. Well, he got in touch to say a fantastic result at... Um, Apple WWDC yesterday said Boris Johnson may have had a victory last night, but I had mm. a slam dunk. <laughs> bit, bit of politics in there. Um, I have to be honest, I've been out of the country. I've got no idea what's going on. Is he still there? I honestly he have is no still idea. There. He won a vote. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah, well, let's leave that Whatever. Alone. Yeah, I don't care. Um, this guy's never going to resign. I mean, what are you talking about, right? The guy was caught you know, red-handed at something. He didn't bother. Oh, it drives me absolutely crazy. Don't, don't kick me oh. off on this, but absolutely disgusting. But anyway, carry on. Anyway, he says Siri will soon be able to hang up a live phone call with an HUI Siri hang-up voice command in iOS 16 later this year. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, because Colin was saying that. There's no way to hang up, and it's a real issue. If you can't use the screen, then how do you hang up? Because you can initiate a call using Siri. No way to hang up. So, yeah, fantastic. Well, he says I've been, uh, and he points to a number of articles where he's brought this up, and he says, you know, I've been calling for this for for four years. And he said, finally, this is uh, this has happened. A significant victory, perhaps the best so far. He says, um, feels good playing a part in making the world's highest-selling smartphone more accessible to everyone. Well, Colin, well done. Well and, done. You know, that's, I'm going to give you a round point, of applause. Right? And I'm not being patronised or anything, but honestly, well done, because that's going to make a huge difference to people. And it, as you said, if you've been calling for this and pointing this out for years to see it being implemented, amazing. Well done, you. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it's about, right? I mean, we always talk about advocacy and what it means and what it... Well, there's a real example of it right there. Yeah. It, it can make change in a really positive way. And, you know, lots of people will use these features. This is what, again, I love about it. And, and Colin's made this point. We've made this point so many times. When something is accessible to one, it's accessible to all. And it's as simple as that. Yeah. That's the bit. That's the best thing about it. Um, so, yeah, you had iOS some updates there. I mean, like I say, I, I, we're going to get into it properly and, and get more detail. Door detection. Uh, the that's in there, in the developer's one. Oh, is it in there, is it? But sadly, only for LiDAR devices. Okay, I'll buy one then. Oh, good. Okay. Just for the team, I'll have to buy myself an iPhone. Oh, the whole team's Pro-Mat. getting LiDAR phones. Oh, thank you. I, oh no! Hang on. Sorry, we love we, you, dictator. I think, I think the Thank line's you. gone. Sorry, I think the line's <laughs> going. Something's wrong. Um, but listen, we'll leave it there because there's so much we could talk about. But frankly, I am going back to my bed. I don't yes. know about you. Are you tired? I am so tired. I've only just got up, so I'm going to eat and then sleep. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. But we are back tomorrow because actually dream. tomorrow, while I while I was in Canada, 
Uh, as well as filming those shows, we also recorded a very special episode of this podcast, which is airing tomorrow uh, on Wednesday. And that is a volunteer week special. So, you know, all the volunteers from RNIB and AbilityNet that go out and speak to and talk to blind and partially sighted people, we just wanted to say a big thank you to them for all the work they do. Um, because, you know, without these people going out and doing what they do, you know, getting people on board with new technology, where else would they get the support? Yeah. Who else would go and see them? And, 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 and we're talking about people here who are not connected in. They are not part of this. You know, they may not even be connected into the blind world itself. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, just that connection. And, and a number of these people are, are, are visually impaired themselves, giving up their time to either speak to. And, and what I love about the way that both RNIB and AbilityNet do it is they have remote services. They have uh, in-house services now. They can do that now since, since COVID is, you know, gone. Since we killed COVID, hooray! Hey, we got rid of it, yay, we killed it. We got Brexit done, we got COVID done. We uh, win. Everyone's done. Just can't get rid everyone's of Boris. Everyone's oven ready and killed. <laughs> um, burnt, I think, is the right word. Um, but <laughs> it's nice to be back in Blighty. I, feel, I, I just feel depression washes over me as soon as I get back. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, basically the work they do, they have remote, they have the in-person, but they also have tech hubs in different parts of the country as well, so people can go to places to get support. And there's a lot of things I didn't know about the work that volunteers do especially. So we get into all of that, we get some really cool tips as well from the volunteers, some really cool stuff like, what happens if someone asks you the question, hey, I'd really love to have an Amazon Echo, but I do not want one that's wireless, as oh. it connects by Wi-Fi. So that question is oh. coming up on, or the answer is, to, uh, is coming up on the next Blind Guy Talks Tech. Uh, he has been Sean Priest. I have been Stephen Scott. I'm tired. Yes. I'm going back to bed. We'll do it again. You know, that one tomorrow is going to be recorded, so I will sound alive-ish. Oh, we can have a lie-in tomorrow then? We can have a lie-in tomorrow. Ah, beautiful. We're like more Thursday more we're wise. back with more stuff and we'll be awake, I promise you. <laughs> we'll be back to proper on Thursday. Maybe. Thanks, Sean. Thank you.